Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of The Bird Brains with Ken and Mark. I'm Ken Dunnick. My partner is Mark Eckel, and this podcast is brought to you by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. Our January issue is out. You can check it out for free on the website, jerseymanmagazine.com. And if you'd like to attend one of our private networking events, email me, Ken, at jerseymanmagazine.com and be my guest. Okay, Mark, we're going to talk about a lackluster performance by the Eagles yesterday. But as Herm Edwards used to say, you play to win the game. They won the game. They're the number one seed in the NFC. They have a first-round bye, which I think is as important as anybody they're going to play in the future. What were your thoughts of the game yesterday and your outlook for the Eagles as they enter the postseason? All right, let me go one at a time. So the game was, and I, I don't know, you played, so I, I, and I, you know, I've always liked to, I know what I think from covering and stuff, but I like to get a, a guy that actually played um, your your perspective. I did it back when I when I covered the team. I would talk to former players and current, whatever. But when you're, like, that game was weird. It was just, the Giants didn't care. I mean, they, uh, the guys that played for the Giants played played their butts off. And, and, and they should. They're younger guys. But when, when you sit your starting quarterback and your star running back and half your, you know, better players on defense, you're basically saying, we don't care if we win. We And and smart for them. They're, the Giants knew what they were doing. They were playing Minnesota next week. That was set in stone by the time that game. But, but you know, they knew that all week. That they were they were they, they they were locked into the number six seed, so the, the game meant nothing to them, and they played it that way. And does it does that affect the other team? Does that affect if you're playing another team that and you know the Eagles aren't? I mean, the Eagles player, and, and and I know Sirianni can tell them whatever they want to tell them. And they could you know say what they want to say to the press, but when when they walk on the field and they look over and they see Davis Webb at quarterback, a guy that's never thrown a pass in the NFL, instead of Daniel Jones, and they see some running back who I don't even know. I forget his name. Instead of Barkley, do you kind of let down a little bit? Well, it's not. Here's the deal. Okay, anybody that puts on an NFL uniform deserves to be there. So they're good players. Now, you may not have heard of them. They may not have much of a resume as far as playing experience is concerned. You know, keep in mind, nobody ever heard of Davis Webb. He was a third round pick. A few yeah. a few years ago, and he and he oh, was on. Unbu- he but he's never yeah, and he, yeah, he hasn't. But that is not his fault. I mean, he's just backing well, up what the coaches think are, are better players. Right. You know, uh, it, it if if a coach, I've played behind guys, and I've played with guys that played behind guys that were as good or better than the guys in front of them. It's just that the coaches gave him that slot. So you have to wait your turn. So as far as the Eagles struggling against players that you never heard of. I'm not all that concerned about it. I will say that normally I mean, it was nineteen nothing at one point. It, it was, uh, so I I am, but I have some concerns. And my first concern is a restricted Jalen Hurts that can't run the football, and obviously the coaches limited his uh, effectiveness by not calling any of those quarterback designed runs. Um, the offense is limited. Lane Johnson not being on the field severely hampers the Eagles' offense, both in their running game and in the passing game. And we need Josh Sweat uh, as far as pass rush is concerned. Um, those three things, uh, I think— about Maddox. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Maddox. But, I mean, we did get uh, C.J. back Johnson yesterday, back. so I, th- I thought that, that kind of didn't quite balance it out, but it's nice to get a player back like that. I think those things had a lot to do with the Eagles really looking poor in that game. Now, again, they were up big. 
They won the game. A little concerned that the, the defense was getting gashed in the second half. I couldn't really tell from television whether they were playing all the regulars. It looked like they were to most, me. Yeah, it looked like they had their, their first team guys in there. So for the Giants to gash them like that uh, concerns me a little bit. But the Eagles did win the game 22-16 yeah, to 16 into the first seat. Yeah, I mean, it was when it was 19 nothing, and it could have been worse, I thought it was going to be. Matter of fact, I was another friend was was texting me during the game, and I said, "This game's going to be all. It's going to be whatever the Eagles want it to be to nothing." I said, "The Giants, God, this, the Giants aren't going to score. They're just not going to score." And then wind up scoring 16 points and making it somewhat of a game a little bit. I mean, not. I was. I never thought they were going to lose that game. I thought it got a little got a little hairy, but. You know, I I never again. I never. I didn't think they were going to lose before the game. I didn't think I didn't think they were going to lose during the game. Um, but well, yeah, I mean, but like, it's a win. Like it's yes, win. like I said, Hertz obviously was told not to take hits. Uh, there right, were no design fine. runs for him. His arm and his timing looked a little bit off. I guess from taking a couple of weeks off. But what's the deal with the play calling again? Why don't we run the ball more? Why a guy has yeah, a sore what, shoulder and we throw the ball excessively just, during the game? Well, I got two two things on that. Did they want to see Hertz throw to see, you know, was it like a let's see how he, if his how his shoulder is? You kind of find that out in practice, don't you? Yeah, you would think, right? And then here, well, here's the other thing that, and this is a weird situation. Is that this these whole playoffs, and we'll maybe get into that a little bit later. Um, every like everybody's playing teams they already that they know very well. It seems like, and the Giant the Eagles, if the Giants beat the Vikings. Which I think could happen. I think the Giants have a real shot to that. beat the Vikings. I mean, they they played them a couple of weeks ago, and it came down to the Vikings making a sixty-one yard field goal at the as time ran out. To it. That game was headed to overtime to the to the, to the guy who made the sixty-one yard field goal. So it's a toss-up game. If the Giants win, they're playing the Eagles, unless Seattle upsets San Francisco, which I don't see happening. So, um, I mean, these two teams could play each other again in a much more important game. Than, they, than the one yesterday was. So, and I think um, the Giants' confidence should be up after yesterday's performance. Oh, God, they yeah. Now the Giants are saying them. themselves, we gave them a game without our starting quarterback, our, you know, our star running back, and a bunch of other players. So, yeah, the Giants are, would be very – the Giants wouldn't come into Lincoln Financial fear, Field with, that, with, with fear in their eyes. I mean, you know. But with that said, did the Eagles not want to do too much – to show the Giants, you know what I'm saying? If you're playing, if you think you might play that team again in a couple of weeks, do you not want to put everything out there for them? I, listen, I, I, I believe that the Eagles have already put almost everything out there during the course of the year. Teams have access to tapes. They know pretty much what the Eagles are going to do. I think whatever the Eagles omitted from the game plan had more to do with injuries than it had to do with right. not wanting to show Giants their stuff. Uh, but I really do believe that this bye week couldn't come at a better time. The Eagles could possibly be one and out if uh, they didn't get uh, another week or two to get healthy. This is going to bring Lane Johnson back to the mix. I hope he's ready to play. What a difference in that law- offensive line. I don't like the Barry players, but and and there's there are he's the best right tackle in football. Um, Driscoll can't hold a candle to Lane Johnson, and it's not his fault. I mean, he's a good player. He's not a great player like, like, like Johnson. Johnson was, Lane Johnson was the fourth overall pick of the draft. Yeah, there's a reason he was a fourth overall pick in the draft, as opposed to a guy being picked in the fourth or fifth round. I mean, it's just—I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes you miss on high draft picks. That was one that wasn't a miss. He, he deserved to be picked that high, played to that level. 
if you look statistically, Hertz was 20 for 35, 229 yards, no TDs, one interception. Uh, he only had 13 yards rushing on nine attempts, and that was those were pretty much escapes from uh, getting sacked. Miles Sanders, only 11 carries for 33 yards. Boston Scott actually carried the ball more effectively than Sanders did. I don't know if they're resting him or trying to get him healthy, that's but I think, yeah. that's a concern. Only two sacks by the Eagles defense, one by Zach McPherson on a corner blitz and the other by Kazir White, and none of the front four got through against the diminished uh, New York Giants line who rested a couple regulars on the offensive line. So, you know, again, the Eagles won. We accomplished the goal. We're the first seed in the NFC. But at this point, do you give the edge to San Francisco as being the best team in the no. NFC, or do you stay with no, the Eagles? I, no. Um, no. I think San Francisco is – listen, they've done a great job with a third-string quarterback, a rookie, last pick of the draft. Shanahan deserves a lot of credit. But look, but look at this team. Look at San Francisco a little close. Now, we, we nitpick the Eagles, right, because we that's our job. We're, 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 we, we do an Eagle podcast, and we and we write you write about them, talk about them, whatever. So we, but, but if, so San Francisco, we're just looking at them from three thousand miles away, saying, "Oh, they, they're great. They're playing well. Who have they beaten?" I'd have to look at their schedule. They're beating the oh, N- they're beating the NFC West. They're beating Seattle. Yeah, they're they're so beating the Rams, who are diminished. Right? Arizona, yeah, they're bad. I get you. Yeah. I hear your point. Seattle's okay. They made the playoffs, but they're not good. That so that's six of their wins. They beat um, New Orleans. They beat Carolina. They beat. Um, they did beat Tampa Bay early in the year. They're only. I'll, I'll, I'll cut to the chase. To me, their only good win is a, a good game, a tough game. Is I think they won by six against the Chargers. And I, so again, I mean, it's not their fault. It's not, they didn't. It's not like college where you sketch a certain teams. They they played who they played. But I mean, they know they their hands and knees to 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 beat a bad Raiders team with a quarterback making his first ever start. Two mm-hmm. weeks ago, so it's not like the Niners are unbeatable. They're they're good. Don't get me wrong; they have a nice defense. They're very well coached. I like Christian McCaffrey. That was a heck of a pickup during the season to go out and trade for Christian McCaffrey, who can, you know, turn a game around by, by himself. But I'm not sold. I'm just not. I don't think they're unbeatable. I don't think they're. I think the Eagles are better. How about that? I think the Eagles are a better team than the Saints. San Francisco 49. Yeah. And, and keep, the game will be in Philly. That, that makes all the difference in the world, too. Keep if it gets to those two. I mean, they, they, you know, I'm not assuming, we're assuming that they're both going to, that, that, you know, form's going to hold and it's going to be one versus two, but, and it probably will be. In the NFC, I don't see anybody else but those two getting to the front. I, I would agree with everything Although you're one saying. Team does scare me. There's one team that scares me more than anybody. Who's that? Well, it's not the team, it's the, it's the Tom Brady. <laughs> I, I can't I, listen. I I hear you. The pedigree is there, but I just yeah. don't. I just don't think they can protect them well enough for him no, to make a run in the playoffs. I don't think but I'm just saying. How about Dallas I, being favored? How about Dallas as, as no. poor as they played being favored in that game next week? We'll go. We'll go over the playoff schedule here in a I second. Just, I'm just saying that's the one guy in the playoffs. I'd, I'd much rather face Brock Purdy than Tom Brady. <laughs> Brock Purdy. <laughs> Hey, he's playing well. Brock Purdy, rookie, yeah, getting his good. chance. Oh, listen, the kids, that's, amazing. that's an amazing story. Yeah, it, really, it is. The, um, last pick, he was the last pick of the draft. <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant, right? Yeah, you know, he's relevant now. Yeah. Hey, um, who, who do you like? Has ever gone to a Super Bowl. Who do you like in the uh, National Football League as Coach of the Year? I think you throw Nick right. Sirianni in there, Brian Dable. How about Doug right. Peterson? 
going from three and fourteen to to winning the division. How about Pete Carroll? What he did in Seattle? Everybody buried uh, Seattle over the course of the preseason, and now they're an unbelievable year for. I mean, you could pick. I mean, any other year, Doug, I would say Doug Peterson hands down, Um, but Sirianni certainly did. The the, the guy in Minnesota, and for his first year, did a nice job. Like I said, Pete Carroll. and somebody else with that word. Dayball, Brian Dayball with the Giants. Well, that's my guy. Dayball, yeah. I think Dayball deserves it. I mean, not only the Giants, the Giants over the last five years were the, was the worst team in football. They had the worst record in the over the last five years. And this and they came into this year, this is what's different than, with, than Doug and Jacksonville. The Giants, this was a blow-it-up year. This wasn't a year they were supposed to win. Yeah. They came in this year. They had to clean up the mess that, that Gettleman and, and Joe Judge and all them other bums they had there. Made that they made that team into a complete disaster. Salary cap wise, had bad old players. They got rid of, and they had to get rid of James Bradbury because of cap stuff. I mean, he's a good player. I mean, that was a godsend to, to the Eagles for, for them them getting rid of him. They got rid of, they they traded their number one pick from a couple of years ago, Tony, to Kansas City. They they let their tight end walk as a free agent, Evan Ingram, who went to Jacksonville. Um, I mean, this was this was not supposed to be a good year. They this was to clean it up, blow it up. And let's get and get some young guys in here and see what we got yeah. for next year. Day, day well, they made the playoffs. Day, day, his that's quality guy. I had forgotten. Brian Dable did to me. To me, that's the most amazing thing I've seen in a long, long time. I had forgotten. The a team that got rid of their good, got rid of a lot of good players, and was just trying to clean up a mess. And he did it from game one when they played Tennessee opening day, and they were they were losing most of the game. Came back, scored to get within one, and said, "How would?" going over time let's let's go for two and win this game and they did i think he set the tone the players looked at him like damn this is you know and it, i think that just, it took off from from there he's a good coach he, he was on the alabama staff they showed an interesting yep. picture of him coaching jalen hurts uh at alabama which i had actually forgotten that dayball was on that staff and of course he did a, good, did a good job with job buffalo with and uh now now he's with the giants and doing a but good I mean, job there if doug doug did an outstanding job in jacksonville uh Another a team that was a mess. Um, I think their general manager Trent Baalke, who takes a lot of heat. I mean, they went out. They went out and they had money to spend, and they spent it. Yeah, they they might have, they probably signed eight nine free agents this off season, and then and then they had Trevor Lawrence. Who, well, he's really come into his own under Peterson. Doug, I mean, he was throwing it. ropes the other night. It was it was good to no, see. I mean, and, and I think Doug deserves. You know, some of the. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is obviously a talented uh, football player. He was great at Clemson. He was the number one pick in the draft. But I think Doug kind of, after the mess he went through last year, he needed someone like Doug to, to, to coach him and bring out the best in him. And Doug did that. Like I said, any other year, I, I think Doug Peterson would be my choice. And I years and years and years ago, there used to be an NFC, an NFC coach of the year and an AFC coach of the year. And all of a sudden, it went to just one. Um, if I had to vote, if I had a vote, I'd, I'd vote for Doug Peterson. Just the turnaround from three and fourteen. Now I'm I'm fond of him. Okay, he he uh, after they won the Super Bowl, he was kind enough to give me some time. You know, this guy's on the Tonight Show, everything, and he he calls me right back. We do the interview, and you know, I text him after every important win because I, I kept his cell phone number, and he always texts me back. Thanks, which is you know he's getting about five hundred texts. He doesn't have to answer me back, but he does it, and that just shows you what a quality guy he is. Yes. Let's talk. I would about... not be unhappy if Doug won it. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. just saying I just think the job Dable did was, uh, to me, just 
I thought the Giants were going to be one of the worst teams in the league this year. I didn't, I didn't think, listen, I didn't think Jacksonville was going to win their division. And also, again, looking at, I didn't realize that division was going to be so bad. I mean, Tennessee fell apart. The Colts yeah. were a disaster in Houston's Houston. Well, Dave Ball's a fiery guy. Did you see when Davis Webb came yeah. off the field after two consecutive uh, delay of game penalties? And he he got his hat handed to him by Dave Ball. Dave Ball was there to win that game yesterday. It was good to see him all fired up. And yeah, and he, obviously the team is representative of that personality. They they play hard for him. And, that, and the that's Giants aren't, aren't going away. Like that that team, I think that team's going to be that's going to be the Eagles. More so than Dallas, I think the Eagles Giants is, is going to be the, the next are going to be battling for the NFC. Well, let's let's talk about the playoff picture. Let's, the first up is Seattle at San Francisco. San Francisco opens up as a ten point favorite. I think most people think that that's going to be a walk away win for San Francisco. Right. Do you agree? They already beat Seattle twice this year. There's nothing tells me Seattle's going to go into San Fran. Yeah, we I think everybody agrees on that. Now the uh, Los Angeles Chargers play at Doug Peterson's Jacksonville team, and they're uh, uh, the Chargers are a point and a half favorite at Jacksonville. Where do you like there? I kind of like the Chargers a little bit, only be, my and my thinking there is, I think again, and I could be wrong. I don't, I'm not, you know, but Jacksonville might be happy making the playoffs was like winning a Super Bowl for Jacksonville, right? I mean, this is a great accomplishment. Um, I don't. I hate to use the term "happy to be there," but they might be getting there. Was was their goal? The Chargers need to do more. They've been there before. That Herbert's been there. Staley needs to win a playoff. I mean, that, I think the Chargers, and I think the Chargers. I mean, Lawrence, Lawrence, who that's, that's going to be a fun match. Two of the that's best two, young quarterbacks in football. Yeah, it's going to be an I air show. A, a good game. I just think. I think the Chargers overall might be a little bit better. Well, you know, Jacksonville. Here's the deal. I think Jacksonville has a much better defense than the Chargers do. I think the quarterbacks kind of even out. And I actually like Jacksonville in this game. I just think that Doug has a knack of getting these guys believing and ready to play. And if he does the 2017 magic that he did with the Eagles, he knows, hey, he's not he's not overwhelmed by the moment. He, he's been there. He knows how to do it. And and he goes for everything. So, But do his players. It would not – well – the, the players are usually uh, a byproduct of the coach and his personality, yeah, but, but we'll see how that works out anyway. So you and I differ on that one. How about Miami at Buffalo? Buffalo's an 11-point favorite. I think it no, all depends on if Tua plays. If if Tua plays, that play they could keep it close, but uh, Buffalo should win that yeah. game going away, Buffalo right? Wins. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, Buffalo. That Now it's meant to be. Now, again, we talked about uh, initially a bit, and the Giants are at Minnesota. It looks like we both like the Giants. I think. No, you know, I'm, I, I, I don't. Do you like do you I, like I Minnesota to win? win? I just think again. I think uh, Minnesota is only a three point favorite. By the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I think and I think they win by three. I think <laughs> I think Minnesota fine. I'm not a Viking fan at all, and I'm not a Kirk Cousins fan at all. But again, I think the Giants. I'm for the same reason. I'm, I'm I don't like Jacksonville to win that game. Is the Giants they accomplished this. This is more than they dreamed. Now they're there. The Vikings, they've been there before. They've been around. I don't think the Vikings go very far after this, but I think they'll find a way at home to beat the Giants. I mean, again, it wouldn't shock me if the Giants won. Not at all. It would shock me if Seattle won or Miami won. It wouldn't shock me at all if, if the Giants won. But I think being at home, in that dome, the Vikings, even if it takes another 60-yard field goal to do it, they'll find a way to, 
to win that game. Well, I'm going to go out of limb and take the Giants here. I think Minnesota's uh, porous pass defense might hurt them. And I'm not a big Daniel Jones fan, but I think Minnesota's defense is so bad. I think the Giants – I love teams that could run the football with Saquon Barkley and can, and can stop the run. I think the Giants' defense is better. I think their running game will help set up their passing game, and I'm picking the Giants in an upset at okay. Minnesota. Um, okay. And to be honest with you, I'd rather see the Eagles you know, play somebody like Minnesota than the Giants, so it's uh, my, my heart is not in that pick. Well, he beat them both this year. They're three right. home combining. How about, how about Baltimore at Cincinnati? Interesting matchup. Again, if Lamar Jackson so plays, I think it's going to affect the game greatly. Right now, Cincinnati almost is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. You can tell – that Harbaugh is getting a little, uh, what do you want to say, uh, annoyed with yeah, Lamar well, Jackson. Every question now is, you know, the guy hasn't practiced at all. He doesn't look like he cares if he practices. And Harbaugh looks like he's getting tired about getting asked the question every day at practice. I think Harbaugh is getting tired of being the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens. Do you, you have inside information like, on that? You got sources, or you did, no, that's no, just your perception? No, this is just me knowing John a little bit, and you know, because uh, sometimes you drop these nuggets on us, and you know what well, you're I'm talking not about. To drop one here. Right. Right. This is just this is me. No one's told me this, but this is just educated speculation. I mean, I you know, I saw Andy Reid in in Philly at the end. Uh, I saw Mike McCarthy in Green Bay at the end. You know. Mike McCarthy, Super Bowl champion. Andy Reid, you know, not a Super Bowl champion with the Eagles, but took him to a Super Bowl. Great success. You, I think you can only stay somewhere for so long anymore where you just – you they need a change and you need a change. And I think to get back to – I think Cincinnati beats Baltimore because I think Cincinnati's just better. Uh, and Joe Burrow's tremendous. You know, I think they, 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 beat, him, they, beat, him, they beat him pretty easily. I mean, if Lamar, if Lamar plays, he's going to be – Rusty is all get out, so he's not going to be Lamar. He's going to be, you know, a shell of himself. Uh, so I think Cincinnati wins, and I think Baltimore, I think Harbaugh, I think they'll come to a mutual, and he'll be somewhere else, just like Andy and McCarthy. Andy, you know, Andy was hired by Kansas City, like, what, three days after he goes on go or something, three, it was within a week. I think the same thing. I think Harbaugh, they haven't, I, I could be wrong. I mean, you know, watch, they'll, 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 they'll have a 10 year extension of our. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, Andy Reid was in Philadelphia for 14 years, right? Before yeah. he wore out his welcome. Harbaugh's mm-hmm. been there 14 years. Can you believe yeah. that? And McCarthy was 14 in Green Bay, I think. Yeah. 14 might be the magic number for coaches, mm-hmm. man. I, it's, that's a long time in one. Just the days of, the only team that doesn't is Pittsburgh. I mean, they, they just, they keep a coach until he says, I don't want to coach anymore. But, um, it just it's you know the the Don Shaw Tom Landry that era is long long gone. Just, why why is it why is it different in Pittsburgh? And I have a theory on this. Know. I'd be interested to hear yours. My my no my, my theory is, I think number one teams want the excitement and want to sell tickets. Um, if a coach has been like Andy Reid, great coach. I mean, why would the Eagles let Andy Reid walk? Because it was just the 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 media had tired of Andy Reid's act. Uh, the team had played poorly, maybe ticket sales were waning, and you're always looking for the next boost to market your team. Pittsburgh doesn't care. They're sold out every game. They've got the legion of fans. They don't care about that stuff, but other teams might. Well, they also have no reason. Tom, I mean, they had Chuck Knoll. For yeah, Chuck Knoll. Um, Cowher. And Bill Cowher and, and Tomlin. Right? And, and won a Super Bowl. Um, and then Tomlin. 
I mean, as bad as that team started this year, they, they he's never had a losing record. That's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. I mean, this year looked like there's no way they're going to have a losing record. They were whatever. They won't they up going. Well, rookie quarterback. Because they got tiebreakered out, but yeah. they went nine and eight. I mean, it was time for Andy. I mean, and he went to Kansas City and done a great, a better job there, actually. But, I mean, that last, you know, he was 8-8 eight eight the one year, and it was a kind of a fraudulent 8-8. Eight eight. They had to win a, you know, a couple games at the end to get to 8-8. Eight eight. And then he went 4-12. It was it was bottoming out. Um, and the play, he had lost some of the players. weren't. I mean, it, it was it was just, it was was time. But I think I think the same thing could be happening. Because I think Harbaugh's a great coach. I really do. I think he'll end up, I think every team is looking for a coach will call him. I mean, I could see him. Ending up down down here in Carolina. Well, we'll talk about some of the open coaching jobs uh, in a minute. But let's talk about the last game. Dallas oh, yeah. is, opens as a three point favorite at Tampa Bay. This is an interesting game on paper. Dallas, I think, is the much better team. But you've already alluded to the fact that Tom Brady's a winner. His pedigree. Uh, catching three points at home might be an opportunity too good to pass up, and especially on the heels of a terrible Dallas performance at Washington yesterday. Yeah, I'm going, you know, two weeks ago, I mean, this, this game looked like it was going to happen for a long time. It looked like Dallas was going to be, was going to be the five seed. And there was an outside chance they, they might catch the Eagles. But I didn't, I didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, and, you know, even though, I think Tampa looked like they were going to win the South. They had, there's, you know, they had to beat this team, and that, but they did and they won. So this game was on the docket for a while. And until, Couple, until maybe today, I was told, yeah, Dallas is going to Dallas is going to go into Tampa. They're better. They're going. No, Dallas is. I mean, you think the Eagles have no not playing that great yesterday, but Dallas played awful. I mean, Washington's not good. And they had a, they had a quarter. Hey, Sam Howell's hey, Dallas. Dallas played did. their starters. Washington didn't, and they blew yeah. them out. I mean, Dallas hasn't played. They beat the Eagles in a game that was an emotional game for them, I guess, and they. They they scored forty points and all that, but they gave four up turnovers. Yeah, Eagles I mean, had four turnovers in that game. Right. I don't I don't give Dallas a whole lot of credit there. I mean, so yeah, I, I think I'm gonna and Dak is not Dak is not playing well. He's just not. He's throwing interceptions. He was like fourteen, what fourteen for thirty five yesterday or something crazy. Yeah. It was just I mean, he the, leads the league in interceptions, I believe, yeah. and he missed five games. Amazing. Well, I so mean, he, what do you if he didn't miss those five games? Did he give him one more game? Say it's five. We know. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Tom Brady at home to beat the Dallas Cowboys. Well, I'm gonna weasel my way out of this one. I'm gonna pick Dallas, but my heart is in Tampa Bay. How about that? I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna pick Dallas, but root for Tampa Bay. Hey, let's before we go, let's talk about uh, some of the coaching changes that are gonna well, happen. Let, let me just say this: yeah. you asked me what, 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 what you, you started with talking about yesterday's game and what are the Eagles? The Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Like it? They're I not like gonna it. win. They're gonna lose to the AFC team. Okay. But but I'm but they're going to get to this because Buffalo's winning the Super Bowl. It's 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 come on. It's, I, like, it's, I like Buffalo too. Although Kansas City oh, offensively just looks unstoppable again. But I I do I think Buffalo's a more complete team, and I just think they've got karma and, and on their big, side. It's Hollywood's yeah. all over now, yeah. right? How, how about how about that opening kickoff yesterday? Is oh, that that's like come on? You, you, as as Jim Nance said, you can't script three that years, stuff. Three years and three months. Since the last Buffalo kickoff return, yeah, crazy. And the kid wears number three. Number Come three. On. It's just some it's things are meant weird. to be, right? Hey, uh, Denver's talking to Sean Payton. Does he get that job? If he wants it, I don't think he wants. They get New Orleans has to give up a first rounder. No, think, New Orleans gets a first rounder. Uh, New Orleans gets a. Uh, who do you think? Yes, and Denver New Orleans gets a first rounder to give up. Yeah, who? <laughs> 
Who, um, if if it's not Sean Payton there, who do you think is going to be a candidate? Denver could hire anybody. I think they go with the they Frank, with Frank Reich. Frank Reich's out there. Mm, he doesn't wow me. Yeah. Um, I think Dan Quinn. He was the guy they would they were going to hire last year. Dallas. He, he was in. You think Atlanta. they go? You think they go defense? Is with their offensive yeah. struggles? You think they go defensive head well, coach? I think they go for some kind of an offensive guru. Sean Payton kind of fits the bill for me. Yeah, so. Payton, Payton can have any job he wants. Why would you take that? Yeah. Well, I think it's a pretty good job. I um, think Payton ends up in Baltimore when Harbaugh goes to Carolina. Well, hey, how about Harbaugh might be in Denver, too? You never know. It, it's yeah, the way things that's shake not, out. That's not out of the realm. That's yeah. not a realm possibility at all. How about, Ka- how about Carolina? Steve Wilkes did a pretty good job. Does he earn the right to coach that team for another year or two, or do they I go for a bigger does. name? I think he does. I, I personally do too. He did a great job. That team, I see. Now listen, they I gutted that, that team. They gutted that team right under him, and he, yeah. and he went on a winning streak. I mean, that, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, they were looking for the future, and they, they listen. They got a bunch of picks, so that's not Carolina's not a bad job because you have a high first round pick, and you got a bunch of extra picks from, from the McCaffrey trade, the Robbie Anderson trade, and some other trades. So, I mean, that's not a bad job. That I think the Carolina job is a much better job than the Denver job right now. Denver has no kicks and a washed-up quarterback. Carolina doesn't have any quarterback, but you'll get one in the draft if, if there's one that, that you like. You're picking about fifth, I think, fifth or sixth. So they'll 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 get they could get one of the top quarterbacks. Um, no, that's not a bad job. I mean, I, and Wilkes. I mean, I don't know what else, what more he could have done. Well, they're talking to Jim Caldwell sorry. down to uh, down there too, which I, I found interesting. Um, and you're, uh, how, you're the indie job is going to be open. Uh, they're going to have to hire some up and comer that you know wants a head coaching job because I don't think any established coach is going to want to work for Ursay myself. Yeah, I think they, I, they they'll, they'll go the assistant route. They might get Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, he he deserves a shot after all the success in Kansas City. For right, sure. he's due to get somebody's due to hire him. Yeah. Although, yeah, that that would make a lot of sense. All right, Mark. Well, listen, I think we've dissected the uh, – go ahead. No, Houston fired Lovey Smith this morning. Houston did night. fire Lovey Smith, right? That's another and, job and that's the, open. the hot name is John Gannon. Well, listen, how about Lovey Smith going for two and winning the game yesterday? Yeah. Costing him the first-round draft choice. He gets fired the next day. But you know what? You do, Hey, there. it is abhorrent to everything in your body as a coach and as a player to go out there and not try your best to win the game. I applaud Lovey Smith for that. I mean, oh, that's what did. that's what coaches and players do. You go out to win. The, the hell with the franchise. You go get your own no, first you round pick. Right. Exactly. Um, I, and again, now, they're, they're talking Gannon for Houston, which that, that's interesting. I think the perfect fit for Houston is D'Amico Ryans, the 49ers defensive he's coordinator. Gonna be, he's going to be a head coach very soon. And he was a star linebacker. Yeah. When Houston was good, he was their star middle linebacker, all I, pro linebacker. I interviewed D'Amico Ryans when he was with the Eagles. The, oh, he, there him. could not be a nicer person. The guy is, was a great player, and Smart. he's turned into a, a terrific coach. And, uh, of course, uh, I think he's going to have tremendous success. Hey, Mark, that's going to do it for us. Now, next week we're going to take the week off because the oh. Eagles aren't going to participate. Uh, we will be back the following Monday uh, with hopefully a, a nice review of an Eagles win, whoever they play in the first round. But I uh, want to thank uh, everybody for joining us today. Joe, you can pot up the music as we head out to the exit. And for Mark Eckel, this is Ken Dunnick wishing the Eagles well. And thanks for listening to the Bird Brains with Mark and Ken, everybody. Have a good day. Take care.